to shame you right off the right off the hop though please do because you said the vandals but immediately i thought of anarchy burger and oh, okay. or like uh, just that i was or and or the way he sings that song to me yeah. uh, automatically sounds like gutter mouth mr barbecue Fair. but um <laughs> But also, I had some bourbon before this, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's but, fair. But it's That's definitely. It, I mean, to, I mean, if you go back and listen to that song, it doesn't really sound like Milo. Is not how the way he normally sings. That's fair. It's. Uh, Come I on. picked that. I added that with, without telling you because I thought it was mm-hmm. somewhat fitting for what mm-hmm. we're doing. So, uh, by the way, um, no shade on the brand. No shade on the on the franchise Fat Burger though. That that place is delicious. No. Yes, 100%. Yeah, <laughs> no so shit. that is called No no Fat Burger by the Descendants. Um, and what I was going to say is I picked that song. I didn't send it to you on the list because, A, it was a last second edition. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this fits perfectly. And, B, I just thought it would be funny to kind of throw that at you. It is funny. Um, You're so funny. I'm hilarious. <laughs> I am the most funniest person. Uh, no. So what we're going to do is we're playing music. By the way, this is, I, I, I don't know how we're supposed to intro this because it's kind of you and I hanging out doing this for fun anyway. So, um, but I'm going to say mm-hmm. this is growing up punk radio, radio, David and Josh play the hits and we're ah. just going to, I don't know if that was a hit. I think you should just keep all this on. <laughs> this is all good stuff right here. Yeah. This is, um, no, it's staying in, but yeah. I was going to say the reason I played it is because a, we're talking about, uh, well, you and I just often text about different food anyway. <laughs> um, not typically yeah. burgers to be fair, usually tacos, mm-hmm. uh, and B, we're we're covering uh, blasting room projects, albums, whatever. So that one obviously spoiler alert, only, yeah, not only came from the blasting room, but also features guys who work in the blasting room. <laughs> yeah, not more than work. They even do more, more than, than work. work. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. More they, than they, work. They um, are not employed by the blasting room. <laughs> I mean, I, get, I, I don't know well, how they got that all yeah. sorted out. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Josh from Hi. Uh, Family Cast. Hi. Hey. I was going to say Josh from Growing Up Punk, but that's not true. You have your own show, that's, so you're I, here. Yes, I, I'm more of like an affiliate of Growing Up <laughs> Punk, I guess, or like a. You've been well, on a couple times. I guess this would. I've been on. Yeah, be your yeah. Third time. I can. I think the first time you guys were looking at my looking at my records. The second time mm-hmm. I was talking about them, and mm-hmm. then and then we were on each other's just uh, doing a more deep dive. Yeah, I think I'm trying to remember. Um, the first one, because Aaron did the first one. Like, I think him and I recorded an episode together, maybe, about Dogwood, and then he reached out to you. And I think it was, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was way back when you had a different podcast. Oh, yeah. 
It might have been a different name. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, yeah, we did start as music to my peers. It's definitely possible. That's oh, what. I thought someone told me your your podcast used to be called the the Joe Rogan Experience or something like that. <laughs> Yeah. Is that and wrong? Then, then that, there was, well, there were they was lying to me? <laughs> Spotify and stuff. Right. Yeah. And yeah. 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 <laughs> the Joe Rogan experience. Um, yeah. So I think this is your third Hi. time officially. So, so I'm, I'm a lifer. A lifer. Yeah. And we've been tossing this idea back and forth about. Well, and what's really cool is I grew up punk. So this works out really well. What? Yeah. No. No. Yeah. And no. I've had a, and I've eaten burgers too. And I've eaten so, burgers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I like laughs> from my so, next song. <laughs> from my next song. Um so anyway, this 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 is kind of interesting because this I guess playlist of songs that we're going to go through was put together not only by you, not only by me, but actually Aaron who's normally on the show. He he put this playlist together forever ago. Oh, shout out. Yeah, when I first started doing the the radio radio style episodes i was like hey you want to put together a playlist anything mm-hmm, man mm-hmm, do whatever mm-hmm. you want so so he came up with a blasting room one but we quick question radio yeah. radio is that more of an homage to elvis costello or you just you didn't have it. you couldn't nail the rights <laughs> to get the other radio on there to be rancid <laughs> <laughs> no it is uh 100 elvis costello in fact okay. the first the first like radio radio episode the the intro music or whatever that plays is an instrumental version of radio radio by elvis costello um so it's funny because i don't really play anything even remotely that age (laughs) on the show yeah yeah so it is kind of this weird i was throwing around name ideas Mm -hmm. and uh there are a few that were you know out there or whatever and then i was just like why isn't it just growing up punk because i didn't want to just do growing up punk radio i was like okay that is what it is but True. You know, I guess like washed up emo, Tom has washed up emo radio and this is like, okay, I don't want to just do this. So anyway, long story short, I, I hear you. I hear extra you. radio. But what um, about, so what about discovered? So discovered, well, so that's, um, that's just new. Yeah. I just, I was just trying to, I guess, separate, differentiate between the episodes that are covering brand new releases that came out in the last month or so. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So, and then. It is technically, uh, I think I still labeled it Radio Radio. Uh, it's just that it's titled Discovered. But anyway, that's all stuff that I'm trying to figure out in the meantime, too. That's I the like, nuts and bolts. I like new music. So sometimes we just got to talk about new music. Yeah. Uh, not yeah, today, or, Junior. Not, not today. today. <laughs> not, none of this is new. <laughs> hmm. I mean, some of it's, I guess, within the last few years. But um, New-ish. A lot, of it, a lot of it definitely more in the 90s and early 2000s. I wanted to share something with you, but okay. I finished it before you got on here. I like sharing. Well, I'm not. I'm just showing you something, really, but so oh. the listeners can't see. This is the sweet, like little mug. I was mm-hmm. good thing I covered it with my hand that I was <laughs> drinking <laughs> my crappy homemade cappuccino out of. I was hoping that Aww. when you when you logged in, I still had some left, but I finished it before you got here. So I was like, just gonna you can pretend, you know, pinky up, sip on it. Yeah, yeah. But, but now I'm drinking. Um, I've moved from the cappuccino to the beer. So what's the what's in the can? Uh, so it's just, so sea change is a local brewery that I really like. In fact, mm-hmm. I, I texted you, it was a few weeks ago now, uh, about eating, uh, like just like plain ass tacos yeah. and yeah. skillet cookies and drinking beer. It was, it was at a brewery sea change here. Sick. Uh, but anyways, this is just their classic blonde ale, which, um, my wife bought me, um, I guess it was a 24 pack at Christmas they had on sale <laughs> for like, yeah, it was like, it was like a donation to the food bank, I think for like five bucks and you got a 24 pack of, uh, of their classic blonde ale. So she's like, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah great, great Christmas, great Christmas idea. gift. So, um, yeah. So anyway, it's the man, gift that keeps on giving. 
It is. What are you drinking? You've just mm. you've just pulled it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is uh, Invita Virgin Brewing in Carlsbad here in North County, Mexican Lager. Noise. Yeah. It's a. It's a. It's a. You know, on a Sunday afternoon kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Should we play some music? Dude, let's play some music. All right, let's play some face to face.
that bass line. <laughs> mm. Everyone try to do that. Oh, I know. That bass tone. Um, the tone. That, the tone. That, that song might. That Ampeg tone. Might be my favorite Rise Against song. Out like of everything Angel. from start to finish? I think so. It's definitely the one when I think of that record. Um, that I that's rev- off of Revolutions per minute. Is that what it is? Revolutions yep. per minute. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, I always get that one in Stretch Armstrong Revolution Transmission mixed up. <laughs> oh, like, which is which? <laughs> they're both they're both starting revolutions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that that song that from start to there's just I get this picture in my in my head when I listen to it that just reminds me of I guess being young and going to shows, which is funny because what you did. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> which is funny because like when that came out, like I was young and going to shows. So, oh, it, it, but it, you but were it like gave, almost like you were growing up, punk. Almost, it gave, <laughs> it gave me that image when I was. It's it's so funny. Like it was yeah. immediately nostalgic, even when I was in that time of my life. I guess I don't know how to explain yeah. it, but always oh, a great song. And of course, before that was face to face and protection. Um, off of in my, I would say one of definitely their their best records like the fact Dude, that that they just get better and better like fine wine i will yeah i will say there was there was a period where i think their records weren't necessarily as good as some of the earlier ones but by the end like when they came back around especially those last two records are just yeah incredible i don't i, think, I don't know how I think, they did it i think with face to face um hear me out <laughs> all right i'm here I, I i understand what you're saying where they kind of like they kind of maybe went by the wayside, that at least in the scene, because mm-hmm. there were so many other bands coming out. Like when Face to Face was making, like I, I guess after after '99, and they did like um, you know Ignorance is Bliss, and it kind of divided the line between Face to Face fans. And then like they put out a bunch of records, of course, th- that maybe they didn't get as much press or attention um, because they had the Face to Face sound, and it wasn't like the sound of the time. Right. But now, as you're older and you've grown up punk. If yeah. you go back and listen to, say, like, Reactionary or Two Chords and a Half Truth or whatever, I think that's the right title, um, you might hear stuff that you didn't hear when you were younger. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Like they're, and, they're, and you'd be like, whoa, this is like, I love this. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, they're definitely, I, I feel like, you know, for a couple of those records there, it's funny because How to Ruin Everything is one of my favorite face-to-face records, but I would right. say it kind of right. falls in that era of face to face where they were kind of like i think you said by the wayside or or whatever but some, um, i mean to some people yeah like they they weren't I, I i don't know the kings of the scene anymore at that time i don't know if that's the right word or not but you know what i mean right yeah um, yeah i do i do and but i've now, gone back now here we are yeah. they're like godfathers of the scene oh man and because and, and over the years I, I have gone back and went through some of those those other records that maybe I didn't give a chance the first time through. And for sure, they're still like, it's face to face. I don't know if they've, as a band, I would, I would, I would confidently say they've never put out a bad record. Some are definitely better than others, but there are no records that would come on and I'd be like, nah, please turn this off. Sure. (laughs) That's that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Can't say that about every band, but face to face for me is one of those ones. But, uh, and for them, it's a, they have an undeniability, at least if even just these last two records, could be their only two records and they'd still be mm-hmm. like, uh, I mean, I mean, they're still doing the festival circuits and like, you know, they could headline, they can play with some, like they're just, they're just face yeah. to face, baby. I mean, I did, I would say I gave a little bit of flack to, was it called no way out, but through, is that the, that's the latest. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I, I, and I wouldn't say flack. It was more that when it came out, I was still so in love with protection that yes. 
No Way Out But Through came out and I was like, it, but it just makes me want to listen to Protection. So for the first little while, <laughs> I would put it yeah. on and then I'd just go back to Protection. <laughs> but it, it mm-hmm. as I mentioned, like in time, all of those records definitely just, and it's for sure now, No Way Out But Through is up there on my, I would be interested yeah. to do to do a list, you know, like a, a ranking of face-to-face records. But Dude, um, yes, like a tournament days. to the death. Right, um, it is. What, it is March, right? So a face-to-face March ooh. Madness bracket, but it would be it'd be very short. <laughs> if, it, if you see face-to-face at a like a music festival where there's a bunch of other punk bands, mm-hmm. they stand out for a mm-hmm. few reasons because obviously, like the the whoa 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 kind of stuff is like right. stands out. Like they're really good at that, but like just the level of musicality of them is like different from other punk bands. It's, they're almost like just a really fast rock and roll band, kind of like right, yeah. Um, like obviously. Shiflet is an, is a monster, and then yes. Tre- Trevor does not know how to not write a a really catchy 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 hook in the song somewhere. You know, like they just, they really stand out in that sense. Everyone can sing along. Yeah. They're super positive. They never like you know they never like you know I guess anti government or anti people. They're just right. like what I, they're just singing about stuff. I don't even yeah. know. I can't even explain it. They're just it's like fun. Their, their shows are fun. You know. Yeah, um, and I, I and, mean. Like they did have, um, I think it's on protection. That song where it, what's the line? He says, I think the line is something like "Shut your gaping mouth," which yes. is so f- such a funny line to me because yeah. it it feels a little bit like Trevor is just like doing hey ev- everything. <laughs> well, but like doing everything he can not to swear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like, but uh, I mean, whatever. Um, I d- I do agree though. Like I would say, like in the signature sound of face to face the shiftlets like bass playing is another level like it is yeah 100 percent. like one of my favorite easily one of my favorite bass players in the scene and i think as far as the songs are concerned i love that the guitars aren't overly technical and they're not even overly like riffy in a sense right like it's just all right here's the chord progression um and a lot of times it feels like the extra melody in the song instrumentally is going to come from the bass playing, mm-hmm. but you're going to be dialed in because, you know, the lyrics are, I'd say universal might be a good word for them. Yeah. Where you can kind of, a, a, you know, adopt them to mean whatever in your life. It's They can be easy to relate to because they're not overly specific, I think. And then, yeah, like his, his vocal hooks and stuff, they, just, <laughs> they get me every time, man. Did you pick them on purpose to open this show? Actually, that was an Aaron pick, um, which I mean, face to face would have been on. I don't know what song I necessarily would have picked, uh-huh. uh, but face to face for sure would have been on the list. Uh, so he picked that one. I picked the Rise Against song Dude. because he had a different one, and I went, "No, I'm changing this up." <laughs> so uh, that's it. That's a uh, you picked a good Rise Against song. Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> easily one of my favorites. This next one I also picked as well. So let's play more music, shall we? Wait a minute. What well, before what? you do? Is that Rise Against song, it, it, would you say that's a song that you would, like, if you wanted to show somebody Rise Against, would that be the one? And they'd be like, a make or break for them? Like, if I were to, like, I guess. Like, hey, here's it, Rise Against. You've never heard him before. Here's yeah. Like, you know? I guess when it comes to, like, the Rise Against that I love or loved, mm-hmm. it would be that song, or it would be, is it ever changing off of the unraveling? That's what it's okay. Like, so you like old stuff. Change. Old stuff. Oh yeah. yeah, like those first two records are really the only ones I'll go back to, okay, uh, and listen to at any point. Which Aaron and I did some episodes on, or at least one episode. I can't remember if we did two or one or two, but anyway, on Rise Against a couple of years ago, where mm-hmm. 
I think we looked at the first two records and then he picked two records. It might have been the next two. Yeah. And we kind of went through them. Uh good choice. But yeah, those those first two are still my for sure. my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um but it, it dawned on me I could have picked a Rise Against song that had a vocal feature on it from Russ Rankin of Good Riddance, and I didn't pick it. Because sometimes, gonna... sometimes it's hard to tell, like if there's other band, other people from other bands singing on them. Like, like I was yeah. saying, like Joe sometimes sounds like he sounded. Like, I always thought it was Chad Price singing, like behind Tim on that song. Yeah. Um, but I do like the fact that you picked their first Blasting Room one. I, th- yeah, I don't yeah. think they did Unraveling at the Blasting Room. I don't remember. Um, if they did I don't think they did either. It's they, a good. You picked a good one. You picked yeah, a good one. Yeah. yeah. Or you slash Aaron. No, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> that was all me. Same with this one. This is good riddance. Oh, it's a quiet intro. I forgot. So we have a second to talk. I love this record too, though. But this is one of the best songs I've ever written. Oh, hands down.
But how can I mosh to that? Yeah, you had to do a lot of discovering right there. <laughs> Man <laughs> exactly. overboard. Um, yeah. Oh, I thought it was Manoverboard. Manoverboard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> could never tell where they got their name from, their band name from. I don't think it's, I mean, it's. I'm sure it's from the Blink-182 song. I don't. I didn't confirm that though, but I'm, I'm going to guess that's where they, they took it from. Uh, yeah, judging, judging by their age probably is. It's not far. Man overboard. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Blink. But, <laughs> that that band, well, and and I mean, maybe not as much on that song, but the record that came before that, uh, which what was it? I just said what it was called, and then I forgot. But it's oh. <laughs> I'm really good that way at uh, uh, Heart Attack. Oh, that's the Man yeah. Overboard record that I listened to probably more than more than any of them. And um, they're one of those bands for me that I remember. I shouldn't say I remember because I they were really probably at their peak ish as i was getting back into punk and pop punk and all that kind of stuff because like there was a period of time where i was listening to all sorts of uh you know like different stuff and i wasn't really paying a whole lot of attention to pop punk Mm -hmm. so when i came back around like their name was thrown about with bands like um uh the wonder years real friends knuckle puck story so far like that okay that scene but i think they i want to say they broke up for a while I think because like their last record was 2015 and, but according to the, I, I think they're back together though, but obviously haven't put out anything new. Uh, I would like to hear then. a foot, maybe a footnotes episode on this part to see how Aaron ended up picking this uh, band yeah, and right? this song because yeah, um, it's just, it's a, it's, it's nice. It was, it, it had some like good chugging in there and yeah. the, the chorus, there was, or I don't know if there's a chorus, but there was a part that was like, pretty catchy in there there's some pretty catchy oh, yeah. stuff in there um Na-na-na-na-na. so yeah they, there was there was actually two parts that really stood out in there and i could and it sounded great of course because you know blasting room has those great drum yeah. sounds but um yeah i was like oh this is this doesn't sound like an Aaron kind of song to me it, yeah it is it, i think i was i was surprised for two reasons when he first sent me the list one uh, like you mentioned, it doesn't sound like an Aaron pick. Now we're, we're obviously just absolutely <laughs> judging Aaron. Like who? Not not. It was a good song, not in a bad way, just a surprising way. I think. And then two, I had no idea that you know a band like this had recorded with the Blasting Room, right? Like, right, right. It doesn't really seem like um, a band, like a studio, maybe that would be on a, their radar. I could be wrong. Maybe there's defend, a bunch of they. They like to defend pop punk. Yes, I'd say they are the. Uh, um, the innovators? I don't know if that's the right word, but you know, the whole defend early, early adopters, thing. early adopters. Uh, so anyway, that was man overboard and good riddance was in before that, uh, with the, I think that was it yesterday's headlines. Oh, that's so good. Symptoms of a leveling spirit, Too which good. easily my favorite good riddance record. Ooh. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's a bold statement uh, for me it? at least. For me. <laughs> oh, okay. No, well, I mean, what's, what, what's your favorite? No, 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 not like that. I mean, cause that, that's definitely, that would be a contender for their for for, or for it, best record. Is um, it bold because I said easily? Maybe because easily, but yeah. they do a lot of their quote unquote hits and set list songs are uh, they do have come from that record with yeah. different samples and just diff- it's just a really really good record. It's a yeah. really good record. <laughs> their full, you talk, I think, Freddy? Where are you yeah. from? Where are you from? I think it's from. I think I think it's definitely their first LP that they did with at last room with that mm. crew. Yeah. Um, the LP and, um, you know, wagon, wagon shoots is a beast on the drums, but, uh, that song yesterday's headlines just really, I think it really brought him into kind of into the, the limelight, if you will, of a serious, almost more than a skate punk band, you know, more mm-hmm. than, cause they're cause good riddance to me. I mean, they're my favorites and 
I feel like they're like more like a, a hardcore band. Yeah. That does like a lot of like skate punk kind of octaves and stuff like that. But yeah. um, I don't know. I don't, don't even get me started on good rinse. Cause uh, they're definitely, <laughs> they're definitely my favorites, but yes, that, that song and that album in particular are um, just, it's, if you can listen to that album from start to finish, um, it's a really, really good, really good. Did I say really good? Really good record. <laughs> Once or twice. I thought for yeah. a second there you were going to say, if you can listen to that album from start to finish, we can be friends. <laughs> I, I mean, that that's true, too. That's true, too. That's, that's the precursor to any friendship with Josh, is you have to be able to listen to Symptoms of a Leveling Spirit start to finish. I just remember <laughs> listening to that song in particular. We were driving from San Diego to like Anaheim, where, Disney, where Disneyland is. We were playing mm-hmm. um, House of Blues with Thrice and... Um, I think there was another local opener, but we, we just listened to that song in particular. And, um, I think, uh, fire engine red on the, off that album, mm, like a yeah. hundred times in a row, like yeah. on the way up there and just like be, be getting pumped up for the show, being inspired to write new songs. Um, we wanted that sound. And then, um, it was just, it was just amazing. It was an amazing time in my growing up journey for, for mm. music. So good pick. It, that record takes me back to, my grandparents' place, like being in they sleeping love in their, yeah, sleeping in their basement. <laughs> they live out on the east coast of Canada, and uh, mm. just going. And because at the time I had, I brought that. I think it was, oh, this is great. I think it was that album and Alien Ant Farm anthology, mm. like with Smooth Criminal and movies and stuff. I think yep. I had those two CDs with me and like my my discman or whatever, and I just kept listening to those two. Nice. on repeat yeah there's another there's another trip where the same thing happened with no motive oh, um i love them yeah and i'm trying to th- I, I must have had another cd with me on that one too but maybe that was the alien ant form anyway whatever there are there are specific <laughs> albums that take me back to being at my grandparents whether it was staying over christmas or over over the summer i think it was the same year so it very well could have been all three the same but um yeah man no motive. Huge I shout out. No I don't know if No Motive is going to come up on this list today or not because they didn't record at the yeah. at the blast room. But like, dude, seriously, like, um, secret secret love, secret love of mine is No Motive. Oh, they are. It's funny because they're one of those. Bands, shout out, yeah, Roger. They're, yeah, they're, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Roger's been on the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I think you've now outpaced Roger. If this is your third time, oh, give me a gold he's... jacket, gold jacket. No, uh, he's technically been on the show three times. Technically, he... this would be my fourth. Because I just wasn't on the first one. You just talked about me. <laughs> that's that's fair. We and when we, that's that's fair. That's fair because we had Roger on talking about uh, and the sadness prevails Dude, when they were when they were doing the again. Oh like, man, you're gonna make me cry. That made me cry. And then then he came on to talk about we all picked songs off of uh, uh, Diagram for Healing and what was the yeah. one? Yeah, why can't I remember like a, the name? It was like a tree. Um, yeah, I forget the well, name. I can't remember the daylight. Anyway. Something about daylight. Daylight breaking. Yeah. Um, and so we talked about our favorite songs off that one, and then he also contributed to when the pandemic first started because I don't know if you were on that one, where we got a bunch of different artists and podcasters and stuff to just pick some oh, underrated I that. albums. Yeah. 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 So he was he was on that too, but. Um, yeah. Yeah, shout, shout out, out Roger. Dude. He's and got the his, Warriors and Ill Communication. Like yeah, I was say Ill Communication. He's got a, he's got a record coming out. I don't know when that comes out. I think it's about to drop right now. Yeah. I'm just trying to think by the time this, I'm not sure when this comes out. So who knows? But like anyway, 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, Sorry, he's not back to <laughs> no motive. Isn't on the list, but I'm always down to talk about no motive. So uh, seriously. 
Yeah. Let's talk about, or let's talk about, let's listen to more music though. Hey, yeah, how about, I'm down. How about, I mentioned the East coast of Canada. How about right smack dab in the middle of Canada? Does that sound like a plan? I think these I two, know where you're headed. Yeah, yes. These next two bands are from the exact same city. But anyways, yes. let's get it. One great city. talking about saving the world and all that stuff let's talk hockey well, that's the whole idea behind december yeah. the 25th let's talk about some good guys okay let's talk about the troops <laughs>
distinction between these mandatory pre-game group rights of submission. And the rallies at Nuremberg. Specifically the function the ritual serves in conjunction with what everybody knows. talking about russ rankin in like as many breaks as possible uh in so aaron interviewed him yeah. a while ago doing it was, it was top yeah top five fat rec releases and uh he picked that as one even though i don't think technically i think it's an imprint of fat rec i forget what it's on but anyway uh 
he he picked that song rusted and he yeah. uh, basically he's like, said it's he's the like, greatest the song point? ever written. Yeah. He's like what's the point of writing exactly? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh propaganda and uh, oh so th- that's the one thing. How how do you say their name? Right. So <laughs> cuz I know how I, I I'm pretty sure I understand how they say it. I've I always just, done propaganda. Yeah, yeah. Because I because uh, most respect to Gandhi. Of Gandhi and also yeah. also um I mean propaganda also makes sense because propaganda yeah. But like Papa Gandhi, it's just like, it's, it's, it was always so funny to me. So the, and that I was, that's always what stuck with me. Mm. Um, and then the, the, the guy, uh, Greg on the Papa Gandhi podcast says, okay, either way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unscripted. You know? over. Uh, yeah. I mean, shout out. I was, it's funny. Cause as I was getting ready for this, there's like this group text message that, uh, I'm in with the guys from that show. Who else is in it? Uh, another show that's based out of here called rad dads. And oh, yeah. then it, anyways, they were, uh, the, the funny thing is, is one of the messages that was going around is about a band we're going to talk about later. So yes. I thought that was, that was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, and in, in before that we heard from comeback kid with wake the dead, uh, both those bands from the same city. And as you jokingly said beforehand, one great city, uh, that, that's what it means. Yeah. That we the collectively, the that we collectively hate. Right. Uh, no, I mean, that's like <laughs> the, the native, the native language in the area. Um, yeah, it, that's what it like actually means. So that, but but some people don't even know that. So like when you say it, they're like, "What? <laughs> what?" Um, it's funny though because I definitely when I in in 2020 when we drove when I when we I say not you and I but when when myself and my family when we drove across the country uh-huh, and we uh-huh. we drove through or around Winnipeg, I mm-hmm. uh, made sure to listen to One Great City as we <laughs> skirted around the edge of the sure. city, but. Um, yeah, Dude, those, I mean... Solid, solid picks. Solid yeah. picks. Yeah. Uh, those are both Aaron picks. Um, Propagandi. They're they're a band that I've only... Like, my appreciation for them has grown more, definitely, as an adult. I was not into them until yesterday's Empire's Tomorrow's Ashes. Uh, and so, <laughs> I thought you were going to say not till yesterday. Not till yesterday. <laughs> uh, actually, earlier today, when we started hammering this episode out... Um, no, uh, yesterday's empires, tomorrow's ashes. When that record came out, I bought mm-hmm. it and I, I actually really liked it. I know yeah. they've, they had issues and complaints with it and stuff like that, but, um, it's got some, some great songs, but I've always yeah. thought, and, and I posted this question at one point and this ties into, to two bands that we're talking about because propaganda being one of them. But my thought process was, is there a band out there with mm. the lyrical depth of propaganda, but the melodic deliverance of face to face. Oh, if that band exists, mm. I would like to find out. So some people actually, then it's funny. Cause one of the suggestions that came in was the next band we're going to hear from a Wilhelm scream. But, uh, exactly. So then, yeah, but, I, but I was like, okay, but I want that. Uh, I was like, uh, no, no, I want the sound of face to face. The sound of face to face. Okay. With the, with the lyrical depth of, of a propaganda that just like really makes you Bet two think. bands that could not be completely like further apart. Like, right. I mean, that's one of the <laughs> things we talked about loving with face to face was, you know, one of the reasons anyways, lyrically just being so universal and not like so specific that like uh-huh. anybody can kind of, I feel get into them. Whereas propaganda is definitely very specific with their lyrics. Dude. Uh, so if you could imagine a, a, a BYO split of those two bands, what, yeah. what, what do you think propaganda would cover from face to face? Like what could they, what would I mean? You know what I mean? Because those, yeah. those splits were kind of mind blowing. Like, yeah, but I don't even I can't I don't even know if we can answer that right now. But like, <laughs> like 
just because Propagani's songs are so like I don't know, almost like progressive metal to a certain degree. Yeah, 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 for and sure. Face to face is like face to face playing like campfire open chords. Yeah, you know, there might there might be some stylistic challenges to overcome, but it'd be so fun. Yeah, yeah, uh, do that, it. That's, make it happen. Uh, make it happen. Um, Thank you. Manifestation. Um, taco pairings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, did you? <laughs> Oh, did you pick a song to to pair tacos? With? No, not not okay. particularly, but like, okay. but come well, back, just... kid, wake up, wake up the dead. Yep. Um, technically, the song is called "Wake the Dead," and I think people yeah. get it confused because Megadeth has a song called "Wake Up Dead." Oh, there you go. And um, yeah, a little different, but um, <laughs> I think I, <laughs> I same think that, band. I think if you have the right the the hot the good uh, if you have the perfect amount of of Scoville heat units in your peppers and your hot sauce. Yeah. You could put that on most tacos. You could really wake up your senses. You could really like um, so get something so hot that you almost can't sleep. You almost get into a trance with it. Like it puts you to another level. And I think <laughs> Wake Up the Dead because this. I think we were discussing it, but I think Scott was still singing on this album because yeah. yeah. it was their follow up to Turn It Around. And um, when you hear this song, is it, like I don't think people were expecting a song this good. No offense, no shade on Comeback Hit at all. Mm. because they're awesome but like this song is so so good and it's still in their set list and it's still one of the best songs they play live yeah um like at festivals and everything like that where there's like thousands of people screaming you know like it's just so so well written i'm not sure i i feel like they went to blasting room and got produced and like the production team made them that much better Mm. you know because that's that's something to be said about the studio itself which is which should be done the producer should be adding to the band's like um goodness and betterness and stuff like that and there's a reason why more yeah, betterness rise against amen yeah <laughs> and rise against and shout out tony um and good riddance and everybody keeps going back to the blasting room is because the production yeah. team there, like livermore and and stefan and phil like they all just they make your songs better yeah you know? um, i was make just you sound good in, in a completely unrelated mm-hmm. thing i was just looking at a lot of the, the bands we've played and the next one we're about to play and thinking back to our conversation when we were talking about drinks and breweries at the beginning and i was like oh so like the the brewery that i mentioned sea change from here they actually they put a festival on this past september that so far a good ch- like good riddance comeback kid propaganda wilhelm scream uh actually that might be it from the list but all played at and then anyway oh yeah um nice. yeah it was it was called super friendly fest i didn't get to it uh, i saw some like i guess peripheral shows that went mm-hmm. on uh, that were great. Like I did go see Good Riddance with Ignite uh, I, at I a brewery. Drive. No, no. So and and the and the uh, what's it called? The the festival wasn't at a brewery either. It was oh. like kind of at a venue across the street from the brewery. But the like Sea Change, the brewery, were the ones that put it on. Got it. Um, I don't know if they're doing it again this year or not. I haven't I haven't heard about it yet. But um, anyway, I was the the thought just jogged my mind. I was like, oh yeah, love they, I love it. All these bands were just here. Not that long ago, I love um, the claim, the comeback kid thing. Last thing on comeback kid, sorry, is uh, CBK to to those who know is um, <laughs> when they first came out and the face down was releasing turn it around, um, yeah. solid album by the way. Um, they put on there this sticker, you know, if you like Dogwood, you'll love this band. And I was always like, what? Awesome, thank you. You know, so like I was like, wow, I guess we have the the similar sound. I I didn't I don't hear it, but I could I could see maybe why they would say that on certain parts. So. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's fair. I'm I'm pretty sure. Do I go through looking this up? But uh, so John Paul Peters, JPP, pro- JPP, who produces Propaganda now, right? Like yeah, I think he, yeah. yeah. Um, 
I want to say so. Comeback Kid started out of Figure Four. Correct. Was he in Figure Four? I know he was in the Undecided. No, All... he 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 was in um, blah, 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 one one Officer Down or One King Down. Well, that was the hardcore band that they were in. But Steven from Undecided was drumming for Figure Four. Maybe that's what it was. Um, yeah. So yeah. there was some there was connections. I was sure. say all those all those the Winnipegians Winnipeg bands or, or Winnipegians. Winnipeg. Well, I mean, technically, technically, the undecided were from Steinbeck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, you're correct. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's <laughs> before we hear yeah, too you long. Can't, you can't say enough about propaganda. So like, oh. I'll just I'll just defer to. There's a whole moments. podcast about yeah, them, guys. Exactly. It's called yeah. Unscripted Moments. Go find it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do yourself a favor. Yeah, so we're going to listen to some more music. I mentioned we're going to listen to a Wilhelm scream, who's up first. But I'll, I'm going to give you a little bit of a heads up. The direction change that follows a Wilhelm scream is pretty drastic because then we're getting into the songs that you picked. So and <laughs> Bla- and, and, Don't blame me. Don't blame no, me. I'm, 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 yeah. <laughs> Bla- no, I like it. I, I like the odd... You know, just it's completely. A, it's, it's a well. I'm think I'm looking at it like a chef. Remember, so like we're doing yeah. different courses. We're taking on a palate like cleanser. It. We're taking you on a, like a maybe a heavier drink uh, to a certain I degree. Like yeah, I so, like it. I mean, it is what it, it is. It, it they, can't all be. It can't all be. I just don't want them to be like doing whatever they're doing and then absolutely floored when something different comes on. Okay, you know what? That's how I build my menus, baby. All right. Well, let's get into it. So this is a Wilhelm scream. Till it pours down in eulogies 
Of a hundred will benefit from it. Now, who are you? Who am I? Brutalized, computerized, troops lined up like it's do or die. Rumors fly, boomerangs beget suicide. We're suffering from mass hypnosis. I'm taking you alive. Will you even say my name? Will you even say my flame? Nothing is the same anymore. Did you lose your faith in the law? Or did you pay me something more? Feeding the feeling of war. It will be naked and raw. Facing what we thought we were. Replacing with what we can trust because it hurts. Aborting a dream should have never been birthed. That bit at the end, for whatever reason, reminds me of Hamilton. <laughs> You're right. Just, I also, just I think that, like cops. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what you gonna do when they come for yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's the way he's kind of like singing. It reminds me of something in Hamilton. Oh yeah. But, uh-huh. like, um, is that the same group? Uh, so that was Flowbots. Mm-hmm. And oh no, it was a. Did wait? Did Flowbots do? I can ride my bike with no handlebars. That was like their first like breakout. Yeah. Okay, but that was them. Okay, that's what. Yeah. I had, which is super catchy, by the way. Still, oh man, it that 
speaking of songs and albums and stuff taking you to a specific place in time, that song, No Handlebars, takes me back to hanging out with you know one this one specific friend in a very specific like uh-huh. one year yeah. of my life that i mm-hmm. you know i have now haven't seen this guy for years because we you know moved different directions or whatever but uh i can just anytime that song comes up i'm like in his truck drinking monster energy drinks <laughs> oh okay yeah for that's that's it man um yeah that's that's kind of a i i i warned the uh the shift <laughs> that was coming for those songs because that's uh that surprises me i guess that it's a blasting room tune right um, so blasting room never they never said hey we are the punk rock yeah. studio right yeah just but it's a studio and so musicians can, i mean if you look at the roster of people who've gone there there's people that you know uh you know spanish-speaking artists and like mm-hmm. obviously flowbots but flowbots is from denver so it's not that far of a, a reach but right yeah yeah i also like i said with as far as like playlists to me are kind of like menus and, I'm, and it's not like it can't be i can't just do every single dish is a taco kind of thing, you know, which would be good. It would, Come on, it, sure. No, no, it would taste fine. And you know, just like a, yeah. a, a mixtape. If you want to send to somebody it could be all skate punk. Sure. That's fine. No yeah. one's against it. I feel but, this. Yeah, but, yeah. but, uh, a palate cleanse is needed after you have like, you know, four IPAs or whatever you want to, you want to get something different. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Bots, well, every once in a while in the kitchen, something will come up and it'll be like a nice change of pace. Like maybe outcast will come on or like, you know, um, Mac Miller or something like that right in the middle and then it goes back to like what we're usually listening to. Yeah. When you mentioned an IPA there, I, I realized I should have changed the first face to face song to Ruination because that's, <laughs> yeah. is it, uh, so it's Stone Brewing, but is that a, it's at least a double IPA. Yeah. Like it's pretty strong. It's been forever Anything, since Any I've had beer it, that the name, like anything with a name like Ruination or like Damnation yeah. or any of those, like <laughs> Re- Russian River or Stone, like they're going to get you with hot, they're going to hop you out. They're going to, oh, like, man. You know, yeah. Um, cause even a stone, I, a stone single IPA is as strong as somebody else's double IPA. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're pretty strong. And, um, that's like, not that, like I like stone brewing, but I often think anytime I think of going to San Diego, I'm like, that's where I, I want to go to their stone brewing gardens again, because <laughs> just a pretty sweet hole, not just there, but the, we were talking about it the other day. What's the place called? Where it's um, located? Oh, Liberty Station. Liberty Station. That whole yeah. setup is kind of rad. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, we're talking because you just mentioned something about bourbon. I was like, the last time I had bourbon was there at Liberty Station in the mess hall or whatever, where mm-hmm. they've got the, mm-hmm. you know, like the beer counter and the spirits counter and all this stuff. But um, yeah, one of these days, get back to San Diego Let's now that go. the world is yeah. a little more normal again. <laughs> got you. I got some. I got some tacos waiting for you. Oh yes. Yeah. We. Uh, <laughs> we when I was last there, we tried to, we didn't successfully eat tacos for every meal, but we definitely tried our damnedest <laughs> to eat as many tacos as we could. Um, but we were, we, uh, and, and like to the point where we even went to, um, not that it's good. What the hell's the name of it? Oh, Taco sombreros. Oh. No, no, no. We went to sombreros because of obviously the Blink-182 reference. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went to Taco Libre. Is that what it's called? Lucha Libre. Yeah. The restaurant. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's called Taco Libre, isn't it? Or is it Lucha? Is it straight up Lucha Libre? Lucha Libre is the name of the taco shop. Yeah. Oh, okay. Why did I? Uh, I do want anyway. to clear something up too for the listeners. Yeah. For the name of the the blink the blinks blinks favorite taco shop is in the song, right? But it's it's sombrero, no s. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So so it's just like a, literally the logo is just a big hat, a big sombrero, yeah. and it's called sombrero, and yeah. and that's it. I mean, you can call they can, people can say sombreros and they know what you're talking about, but yeah. um, the, it's also the not that great. <laughs> literally the worst 
the worst the worst taco shop <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i i don't know if it's just is it just the california burrito or whatever uh but that's what i ordered when i was there and then hot sauces that weren't very hot so we just decided to drink them from the little cups there you and go. then you and then you realize that when you get to the spicy like the hot sauce the hottest one that it is oh it's a little hotter when you're just straight up <laughs> drinking it <laughs> but uh, i think yeah. that i'm i'm convinced and this is just a pure snobbery right here but i don't know if they'd they'd be so popular if it wasn't a blink obviously oh probably you're 100 mm-hmm. uh, i think you're correct uh oh are you a basketball fan I've been known. I've been known to. I've been known to like, dunk on some fools. Like, like, so are you a San Diego State <laughs> University basketball fan? Well, that's all I got. That's all. I okay, got so here. so that I, so I will say congratulations. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they won you, Mountain. Was it yesterday? I think they won Mountain. Yeah, West. they're Mountain West. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which one of the trips I was there? We went and caught the very last regular season game, mm-hmm. uh, and they were playing UNLV, mm-hmm. and it was for both teams' records were tied. And so whoever won were the regular season, uh, they won the you know regular season championship or whatever. And so the year we went, San Diego State won. And it was pretty sick because it was like crowds storming the floors, right, streamers right. coming down. So right. I was like, wow, talk about getting the, uh, you know, the college, the American college basketball experience in one game completely by accident. Mm-hmm. We, we got it. And then when we were walking back to to the train you know you're uh from viejas arena you're like walking behind you know like some frat houses and stuff like that and there's like guys up on balconies chucking beers down to the people like in the walkway going back to the train it was was a pretty fond memory but here's uh, here's a taco here's a natty light bro yeah man that would have been amazing (laughs) throw me a taco that's just all over the all over the path but uh let's get let's get back to some more music because we are we're chugging along. This is the, I will say, I mentioned earlier the the kind of group text that I'm a part of, and we were talking about one of the bands that mm-hmm. we're playing. This is the band. Um, this is Fake Names. So Hey-o. we're going to play a couple songs, and we'll be back, and we can talk about these songs. <laughs>
discovered a lot of music through his show yeah that show that we're talking about as we uh is jeremy bohm's uh first ever podcast oh like here's the end of the song oh yeah (laughs) slash first ever radio hour uh that band joyce manor the whole reason we were talking about that is because which (laughs) i love that we have this entire dialogue and conversation going on that no one gets to hear ever (laughs) or do they or do they? Maybe. Uh, but anyways, you were, you were comparing <laughs> Joyce Manor saying you think it's Jeremy Bohm of Touche Amores. Maybe his favorite band. And it could very well be. That, At least Joyce lately. Manor, At least lately. Right. And Joyce Manor is a band for me that I always feel like I, I should get into more. Because anytime I hear them, I like them. But they're not one I go to hmm. very often. Um, Why? I don't know. I don't know what it is about them, to be honest. Like why? Okay. I think, I think it's because... I mean, A, there's so much music in the world. Sure. Uh, so, you know, and sometimes ADD gets the best of me where I'm just like listening to something and go, oh, but I really actually want to listen to this. So, you know, mm-hmm. Joyce Manor's a band where I'll listen to them when in my Apple Music, sometimes if I'm not sure what to listen to and I'll be going through and they'll have recommendations like, oh, you know, you listen to this. People also listen to this or, you know, whatever different category they yeah. may fall under. Yeah. I'll put them on from time to time. but. Um, they're not typically a band that I, you know, will like open up the search menu and be like Joyce Manor. I want to, you know, so just when they come by as a recommendation, I think is when I typically listen to them, but I've for sure on more than one occasion held that record in my hand, um, (laughs) at, you know, like local record shop as I'm like spending some money. And then for whatever reason, through process of elimination, it usually ends up, you know, being like, oh, I don't quite have enough to get that as well. So it gets put back. (laughs) Okay. I'll do this. I, I, I will give you this. Yeah. Joyce Manor is is a a pairing. Joyce Manor is a beverage pairing in in itself. Right. right? Joyce Manor is an it. Um Joyce Manor Joyce Manor seems like a hot little shot of espresso. Like if as yeah. you, as as I walk into the kitchen in the morning, I drink cuz I drink cold coffee every single day. I drink cold. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cuz we keep, we brew a batch like for the week and we just keep it in the kitchen fridge. We keep it in the walk-in yeah. fridge. So we can just show up and drink it. Joyce Manor, though, seems like because it's not like they're not hardcore punk. They're not street yeah. punk. It's got like energy. It's got like um, it's got like I I would say that Joyce Manor sounds to me the way that I like the way you juxtapose them. I like the way that you put them together. Fake names should sound right. That's if fair. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fake names like should it. to me be in the more the more energetic level of. Joyce Manor, and there that's no, go. that's not shade on either because fake names is, it, it, it have catchy parts, but like yeah. the caliber of musicians that are in fake names 
should yeah. they should like come on give me give me a bone <laughs> give me a come on man just give me something you're 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 fugazi you're minor threat you're you're refused come on yeah give me something, you know right right yeah no that's that's fair that's fair and i mean uh, between those two bands joyce manor is definitely the one that i've spent more time mm-hmm. uh listening to um but one thing I appreciate about so you've got there's one more pick here uh, that you sent in and I, I had to rearrange something so I actually played it in the correct order because I realized I was about to shove yours to the side for a second there but uh, that's all right <laughs> especially through like these first couple in comparison to you know the songs and records that we've been listening to and talking about prior mm-hmm. I do appreciate you know kind of how you've shown a little bit more of I guess the variety in sound that. Mm-hmm does come out of the blasting room and right, has come out right. of the blasting room. So although this next song we're going to play probably, you know, falls a little bit back more in line with, you know, kind of some of the earlier stuff, a little different, sure. not, not, you know, skate punk sort of vibes, but I mean, I guess we've, we've been a little bit all over the place, but what is, skate punk? you know, what, what is, what is this is, this is the song you're about to play. It's the, it was the year 2000 and, um, <laughs> you know, anything goes, anything goes in the music world, but yeah. also, you know, um, the blast room hadn't quite branched out into other genres. I don't think yet, you know, yeah, as far as, yeah. you know, they were, they were just doing all in the descendants and, you know, heck, even there are some uh, tooth and nail skate punk and stuff, even, you know, hey, my own band, quit so. spoiling stuff. We'll get there. No. Oh, geez. Okay. I'm just saying like, there wasn't like, it wasn't like, um, Hey, this is open to everybody kind of thing. Yeah. Necessarily. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. So, um, and, I, and I think yeah. this one had some major label funding behind it. Oh, maybe. I don't know the story behind this record too much, but I do, remember hearing this band for the first time and just mm-hmm. thinking like Brody had the most incredible vocals. Yeah. Like, yeah. So good. Uh, but anyways, yeah, let's play it. And then, and then we'll talk more about music. Sound good. <laughs> yep. Let's play the music and then talk about the music. All right, here you go. Ooh! 
to like invite Aaron on the show <laughs> eh, you know you know these are the songs you pick whatever yeah some, some of them are so that one was his the distillers before that again was the last of uh, of your picks but uh, yeah we're sitting there talking I wonder why he picked that song like why specifically that song Whoa. I don't know but you I know could... he's a smart guy and the, that song sounds like it could have been a face to face song with different that's, vocalists <laughs> there you go that's Whoa. fair man. I don't, you know and he made this list so long ago like I want to say it's it's probably close to a year ago that he made this list, so oh, I don't yeah? even know if he could tell you why he picked the songs he picked. That but. one, but if you listen to, if you go back and listen to yeah. the structure of that song and yep. the backup vocals, and of course, you know it's blasting, but it sounds like it, it. It sounds like the structure of a face-to-face song too. Now, like with you pointing it out, yeah, I can see. That. I'm like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I can, I can definitely see that, and that's especially with the whoa, whoa, whoa. We'll say that's why he picked it. Okay, great job, Aaron. <laughs> a, great job. What a smart guy that Aaron is. <laughs> he wow. really did it. Yeah, yeah. The best part about, is... Tell me about the distillers. Tell you about the distillers? Yeah. You yeah. picked the distillers. Why don't no, you I tell mean, me about the distillers? Oh, shoot. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, in thinking about bands that have recorded there and just the sound, to me, it's they're another one of those, like, I don't want to say all-star band or, like, super group because it's mm. not, like, quite, quite that, but the musicians are all, like you said, Brody... Brody Daly slash Brody Armstrong um, has a sound. She might even be the hardest core singer on this whole list today, if, right, you know, yeah. to, cer- to a certain degree. Yeah. She, I, I would put her up against any punk vocalist out there. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just, <laughs> I, do, <laughs> I do remember they, the distillers toured through and they came through San Diego with Rancid. And like, okay, I think she yeah. like, she like did a stage dive and my friends caught her and they're like, She's the most punk rock person in the world. She's the most beautiful, and she smelled like bath, Bed Bath and Beyond. Or, or I mean, not, I mean, uh, no, no. She smelled like Bath and Body Works. She like it was so it was so weird. She was so punk and hardcore, and she was like stage diving and she like hitting us with amazing. her guitar. But she smelled amazing. It was so crazy, and she's like the supermodel. It was like just a weird juxtaposition because of, yeah. Um, I was like, that's kind of cool. Like changing the way, changing the look of of if you will, because yeah. this was this was two thousand. It was like you know AFI was just changing into you know more like goth AFI and like yeah yeah, yeah. punk was punk was changing into like 
Hot Topic kind of warp Tour kind of stuff. So like, yeah. And you got the distillers singing like, you know, because she's like, it sounds like she's screaming the whole time. It sounds like Courtney oh, Love man. with Courtney Love and like uh, angry, rancid, and um, just well, over like just the fast, fast, fast beats. Yeah. And then yeah. Ryan Sin was in the band, and he went on. He went. He moved on to like do Angels and Airwaves, but he also did. He did a thrash metal band with Brandon from Bleeding Through, hmm. and um, um, I'm forgetting now, but a couple other like just metal guys. So like, there's all this like random talent in the Distillers. Yeah. And if you listen to this album or the following the, the following two albums, they're they're like actually super super good albums. Like it didn't maybe maybe didn't get as much love as they deserved, um, or or still do, or just the respect um, for Brody. And I don't know, and I don't want to say, but is, is it because it's a lady? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, f- I feel like they, there's always people that oh the female lead singer or the female yeah, yeah you yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, and and that's that. Yeah, I th- I feel like that was. If I'm remembering, you know, kind of correctly, I feel like that was almost a, and maybe in a similar way to your friends talking about, you know, going to see the show or whatever. I feel like that was at that time, one of the selling points of the band. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it was not, and because, yeah, I think, I think we're beyond all of that, but not just because, you know, it was a female lead singer, but, but when you talk about her voice and what it sounded like, it was mm-hmm. like, holy shit, you know, almost like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's. Yeah, it's I don't know, um, but and, it sounds and, good. It's not yeah. like it's not oh like no, grind- exactly. Yeah, it's not like grinding or like it's no. not like a hardcore scream. It's like it just yeah. sounds good. It sounds like it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would but hurt. she yeah, does sound sure. amazing. Yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it just sounds really really good. Yes, and that was um, a closing track on that album too. So yeah, um, yeah. I did comment as we were listening. I was like, oh, you can tell it's a closing track because right, of like right. the false finish and like the big instrumental kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm. fade out i also do really love the like the like rock and roll like guitar riff in that song just like right. the, like that's kind of going on in the background Straight up, like, yeah oh, like yeah like that yeah like, like like the bronx sound or like a, yeah well i was like i can picture uh marty mcfly playing it in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if this one a, really cooks yeah an alternate back to the future you know mm-hmm. timeline or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> um you guys aren't ready for that yet right <laughs> yeah uh let's the, we got three songs left and the next what? two yeah what what uh the next two i think are is it is it fair to call them direct peers of yours um <laughs> they're <yeah>. label mates <laughs> colleagues um <laughs> colleagues yeah, yeah there you go yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah that's fair i think it's fair sure and yeah. and I'm, I'm actually i'm i might be i mean so the first band is slick shoes and we've talked ad nauseum about slick shoes in the past on this show have you um and literally, I think had almost every member of the band on the show. Oh, really? Ryan, Ryan might be the only one who didn't come on the show. Mm. <laughs> uh, but we even had like Steve Kravak on the show talking about slick shoes. So oh, we've funny. talked ad nauseum about the band. So I'm actually kind of really excited <laughs> to talk about the band on the back half of of these this pair of songs. But uh, let's get into it. Let's, let's listen go. to music and then talk about music, and then okay. we'll get out of here after that in a little bit.
just do that bass thing you've been doing <laughs> yeah that that's Ooh. so that's the band is shorthanded if you've never heard them before and it has to be we were talking briefly about it being probably one of the most underrated of the tooth and nail you know pop punk punk catalog um it's it's so good but we're also yeah. trying to figure out just why you know what sort of kept it from going to that that next level and maybe it's band longevity like i don't know was that their only record? Maybe they had one other one. Like they they weren't around long, as far as I can tell. Not not in my in like in my touring life. I think yeah. um I they were they were definitely I think at the time when they were around the band I wanted to tour with the most. Nice. Um, yeah. As because I was like, oh, this is like the style of like all or descendants. Yes. Like that kind of yeah. you know, set that kind of tempo yeah. where it's like punk like descendants punk descendants punk is not like you know the, the kind of like the epitaph beat like you know yeah. the double time boop, 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 kind of stuff yeah. but no one's gonna not call descendants punk you know no one's gonna, yeah and, the, and then the musicianship of shorthanded and you know um uh, you know um they were in that big in the or portland scene and stuff like or the area so like um very close to tooth and nail just it was just I, it was unfortunate to me that we didn't get to do more with shorthanded right you know, it's, I like that you bring up the descendants, you know, all reference because that's, I think almost what made the band hit a little more for me is when I realized I'm like, Oh, wait a second. This band is, you know, like doing just that, right. Like kind of tapping yeah. more into that, that sound. And, and it, and it kind of clicked like the bass playing in that band is fantastic. I don't, I don't know that any was, of the members names, yeah. but, but like. Yeah, and it's always what stuck out to me because it was for a sure. the bass the bass tone was so different than most bands at that time. I feel um, it's very B, bright. Yeah. And he's, I, I'm gonna guess he's, mm-hmm. it sounds like he's maybe playing with his fingers. I could be wrong, but as opposed to you know like everyone busting mm-hmm. out the pick and just you know playing <laughs> playing eighth notes or whatever, right? But um, no, it was great. It was it has it's, it reminded me of like Shades Apart. It reminded me of like mm-hmm. the all era of like you know. Um, Maybe, maybe uh, what do we do, Shireen? Yeah. Like, just like that whole, like I said, it's that style of punk that doesn't get a lot of love these days, I don't say. I wouldn't, yeah. you know, like, maybe like the 120 Minutes MTV, kind of the early days mm-hmm. of alt punk or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but like, they were just really talented. 
they had really good artwork on their uh, on their yes know, their truth and release um and he's obviously saying a girl's name in the song which is kind of also re- <laughs> reminiscent of all um, yeah just they were i wanted more they le- they left me wanting more which is a good thing you know um, yeah to a certain degree but uh i wish that maybe they would shorthand maybe uh shorthanded would make some more music because that was really cool now before before we move on we were mm-hmm. talking about something else as well that we we need to do some research and we're oh, going to yeah. do the yeah. we're going to do the research on the fly. So we want uh, we just wanted to compare something and see how similar <laughs> these are. But so we just heard Angel from Slick Shoes. So I'm going to play it again. So this bass intro, Jeremiah. Yeah. Sick intro. It's great. Very good. Okay. Very good. End of intro. Now we're going to go back to Rise Against. <laughs> oh lord. That's so I Joe mean, Joe from Rise Against is playing like a couple more notes in there. He's also like, he's it's very ace, similar. I was gonna say, and also I think that the note pattern is ascending instead of descending. Yes, but uh, but yeah, it's it, they're very similar. And then also we were we were joking about the name because Slick Shoes is Angel, and then uh, Rise Against is like <laughs> the Angel. It's like the Angel, <laughs> you know. It's, it's just like it, which um, works because that Rise Against came out after. So yeah, it's it's like. The angel base. So shout out to Jeremiah for writing that first, you know, or, <laughs> yeah. or releasing it first at least. But yeah. you know, you know what I'm, you know what though, it could have been Bill and Stefan saying, "I got a baseline for you guys" because they both right. recorded a blasting room. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely possible, <laughs> right? Where it was you don't have a baseline for this song? Check this out. Check this out. Yeah. No, I, and maybe that's why I always loved that song. Like, uh, like the could angels be. is like it reminded me of you know a song that I loved prior. So I don't know. That's pretty awesome. It's so the find. fact that yeah, they good, both good find. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was and that that, was that, that, uh, that slick shoes record. Wake up screaming. That was also yeah. the year two thousand. Um, yes. So a lot Thank of you, lot Colin of hot Ryan. a lot of stuff. Yes, exactly. A lot of stuff <laughs> happening. Last year was hot right then, right? Man, that was the best time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I'm thinking about my uh, the Conan O'Brien. Uh, I used to have the it was like the 10th anniversary special the they did. Yeah, and so they had a whole feature on that mm-hmm. in the year 2000. Oh, when they went back and looked at it, looked back yeah. at it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, good times. That's for the old heads out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it ever? Um, which is I I tweeted a joke about that recently about well you could tell the you know the the average age of the listeners of our podcast right. is old. Yeah. Because uh, on the last Discovered episode, the most common question I got was, which was that song about, you know, uh, skateboarding and you know, midlife crisis and whatever, which was shitty midlife crisis by The Great Awake, which is all about being, getting older, but refusing to give up, I guess. Did but, you put that on, um, was that the one that they said, I used to grind rails, but now I... Yes. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought that was really oh, funny, yeah. It's a great song. Great yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Was not recorded at the Blasting Room, as far as I know, though. <laughs> oh, then, oh, then forget it. Forget yeah, it. forget those guys. But but when you're done here, go listen to that record. Yes. Um, speaking of done here, we're about to wrap up. Uh, rap. Rap. So... Yeah, the, is there anything you want to say before we before we go? I would recommend watching the Blast Room documentary. Um, did I did I watch? It? I know I watched um, Filmage, so I don't know if I watched the one on the Blast. So Room that would be so that's yeah, it's in the same vein, I guess. But I also yeah. rec- I would recommend if you're a music like if you have your own home studio, buy the Blasting Room drum uh, drum sounds like mm. um, stuff for your recordings. You could you could get Bill Stevenson playing drums on your record with, you know, all these kind of sounds from the songs we're playing today. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a little thing they got. It's a little secret for you. A little inside baseball. Um, hey. <laughs> baseball season's also, here. Ew, yes, I can't wait. 
I can't wait because uh, these songs. I've been I've been chewing sunflower seeds this whole episode, and uh, <laughs> thinking about Appreciate taco pairing. Thinking about, thinking about taco pairings for these these things, and I can't wait for some summertime tacos. Maybe when you visit San Diego again, yeah, yeah, we can do it. Yeah. Um, so this last song that we're gonna play though is one of my. I would say one of my favorite songs from the moment I heard it. I just love, I love songs that reference things that I kind of, and I, and I know, and it takes me to a place. And I mean, that's what this song is all about. Um, It's by Mm -hmm. the Swellers. And I actually had Nick Diener on the show years ago now to talk specifically about this song, which was kind of fun. But, um, and I thought it was a great way. Aaron actually ended the original playlist with this song anyway. So I figured we'd end the show this way because it's a great song. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, if mm-hmm. uh, unless you wanted to say anything else, I'm just going to hit play and then that's going to be it. Just let well, the song take us home. Yeah. I mean, take another another baseball reference, right? But uh, <laughs> welcome to the baseball podcast, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, Growing they, up bunts. <laughs> exactly. Oh, there it is. I had... We, uh, uh thanks for, thanks for having me on it's always yeah, man. A, always a pleasure you and harassed then, me enough saying let's do this so we're doing it seriously <laughs> yeah that's all i do is yeah. hey we should talk about more music stuff in our lives yeah. Yeah. um but uh yeah like i said like i said do if you haven't you personally david should watch the blasting room documentary i'm gonna i'm gonna go find it i mean yes. not right this second but i'm gonna i don't want to talk to you again until you watched it <laughs> all right we'll do a we'll, we'll come back around and we'll watch we'll watch it together and just talk over top of it the whole time. That's a good idea. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, let's play a song and say goodbye, all right? Say goodnight. Okay. I mean goodbye? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. It was a young and angry summer. A song that changed my mind. I heard it all.
I screwed it up, man. I wouldn't be so mad. <laughs>